lately you've been tripping. When I lick in your system, girl, you get to acting different. You tell me that you love me, but I know that something's missing. You got niggas on the low, so I gotta keep my distance. Station in the game. Let's go. K100 Radio, Atlanta. All right. Again, I want to welcome everybody to K100 Radio's uh, Points of View segment. Uh, this is our talk show series over here at K100 Radio. And, um, you know, for the past couple of weeks, we kind of been going back into reboot mode uh, with this. Uh, this is also a part of our uh, podcast series over on Spotify. So if you listen to our spotify podcast you'll start to hear more and more of these uh talk segments they, they pretty much go hand in hand it's, it's our it's our live talk show also slash our podcast on spotify right so if if you rock with us on spotify if you rock with us live it don't matter welcome to the show all right so um we're just getting this thing started off right now i'm competing with freaking teddy riley <laughs> supposedly at eight o'clock right now uh teddy riley and uh <laughs> The do-over between him and Babyface is supposed to be going down exactly right now also on, on Instagram Live. So anybody that I get a chance to listen to over on that that, that that can actually watch this on Instagram Live while Teddy Riley and Babyface is supposed to be battling, you must you must really just, I don't know, but thank you for being here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm competing with right now on Instagram Live. Fucking Teddy Riley and Babyface supposed to be doing a rematch because that was an epic failure. It felt so bad that CNN actually did an article about the epic failure that was that battle and why uh, Teddy Riley just couldn't get it right with the sound and everything. It was crazy. It was funny, though. It was so funny just to watch because I, I actually I was trying to check it out. You know, those are two icons. I'm in the industry. I love music. I was I was going to check it out, too. And then I seen how much it just wasn't going to work. And I just I said, check out. But... They're supposed to be live right now at 8 o'clock. So if we over here checking out points of view right now instead of that, man, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so JC Rock was like, tell CNN to mind their business. Listen, hey, fam, that's big news. Anything that gets hundreds of thousands of people checking it out live on social media, the DJ Premier joint and, and RZA almost hit a million live viewers, 800 and something thousand live people watching at one time. That's just going to make the news. This is going to make the news, all right? We're trying to get there. We're trying to get there. Anyway, this is Points of View. Uh, this is our uh, talk segment. And tonight, uh, I've been trying since we started this. We, this is our third week of the reboot of Points of View. And I've been trying to move past anything dealing with coronavirus, anything like that, right? 404-670, coming to your phone line. 347-934-0966. That's the number to dial into the show. I'll pin it up here on the uh I'll pin it up here on the uh Instagram in a minute when I get a second. Uh anyway, I've been trying to move past anything dealing with the coronavirus, right? But it's still literally the biggest thing being talked about. There are no sports to talk about except that Jordan documentary last night. I actually didn't get a chance to see that because I was busy working on some stuff on the website slipped my mind so I'm about to on demand that but I woke up this morning and it was he was the greatest he's the greatest ever again LeBron LeBron and Jordan debates all over my timeline 
Everybody all of a sudden recognizes how great Scottie Pippen is. Anyway, I was trying to come up with something else to talk about. <clears throat> I was. But I can't. You know why? Because first of all, I live in Atlanta, Georgia. And today, <clears throat> the governor of this great state of Georgia has been one of the governors following the imbecile in charge who has decided to ah, coronavirus coronavirus no big deal we're back open for business and I was gonna I was trying to move past it I was trying to just find something else to talk about but these freaking clowns just won't allow me to move on I try to come up with something else they do something so idiotic that I have to address it on this show because it's literally the most pressing issue that I can think of right now it's literally a life or death situation and they're playing with it like it's not I have once again been informed that a very close friend of mine lost a parent to this same damn virus just this past weekend my grandpa Smith God bless his soul he passed away this weekend because of all this going on we can't even have a proper a proper memorial and and so this is still affecting us my daily life people that I know people that I know people dying and I just gotta give it one more week because now everybody wants to open back up for business like it's nothing. They opened up the beaches in Florida first. A couple other places. Like I said, I, we're based in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm, I'm broadcasting live from Atlanta. Our governor, Governor Kemp, Trump supporter, Republican. He just said he's opening up restaurants, hair salons, bowling alleys. Movie theaters. Oh, yeah. Everybody's just opening this shit back up like it's nothing. All right. <clears throat> and I just can't, I just cannot for the life of me understand why. <laughs> why? Why? Because, first of all, you've already failed at setting the initial date, which was completely fucking ludicrous, of Easter. And nobody in their right mind felt like we were nowhere near having a handle on this thing by Easter. So the buffoonery was already in play. 347-934-0966. That's the number to dial into the show. 347-934-0966. That's the number to dial into the show. All right. I'm going to put it up there on the split screen over there on the Facebook Live page. Because I want you guys to call in. Because this show is all about calling in. So I'm going to... I'm going to flip it to my screen with the call-in number. Stays up there. All right? There you go. 347-934-0966. Hit the phone lines. Please, call in right now. I'm ready to take your calls. Because I want to hear from you. Do any Does anybody think that this country should be opened back up and everybody should just be going about their way right now? Today. Not eventually. Not next month today because there are people that are opening the state back up like today 
Ours is supposed to be the end. I think Friday is when Governor Kemp said everything's going to be good to go. So I guess in between now and Friday, they're going to have more tests, enough tests for everybody. Uh, <clears throat> less people are going to be dying. Uh, 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 some sort of a vaccine, uh, more ventilators. Uh, all of this, all of this, is supposed to be obviously, I guess, apparently happening before Friday, because that's when we finna be back open for business in Atlanta. What well, the state of Georgia, the mayor of Atlanta, not having it, because we got a mayor named Keisha. She really don't give a damn what Mister Kemp think, so she gonna assert her authority where she sees fit. But <clears throat> these governors that are running these states are eagerly ready to open them back up. And it's because of the money. Let's make no mistake about it. 770-837. I'm coming to your phone lines now. Make no mistake about it. This is a simple decision of, is the economy more important than people's lives? Is the money more important than the people's lives? We've, we've seen already throughout all of this that the lack of regard for human life is completely ridiculous now, we're not even talking about just in general. We're talking about if people are supposed to be worth their salt, you know, if you're supposed to be a productive member of society, if you're supposed to be someone that really matters in this grand scheme of thing, this capitalistic country, we obviously don't even give a damn about doctors because we had doctors out here risking their lives not properly protected. So obviously the human life versus the dollar is a lose-lose every time. Let the people in charge tell it. But right now we get ready to open a lot of states back up and the president is leaving it up to the governors. <clears throat> Some governors are saying to hell with it. Beaches are open. Restaurants are open. Some mayors may push back, but for the most part, the governors have the most power. I'm going to the phone lines now. All right. Uh, area code 770-837. What's up? Who's this? Oh, hold on. I bet I got to turn your mic on. Hello? What's up, PD? Oh, this is JC. JC, what's going on? Welcome. To, uh, thank you for calling in. So, you know, you, you're actually you actually live in the same city I live in, basically the same state at least. Uh, in Metro Atlanta. Nobody re never really lives in Atlanta hardly. Some people do, some people don't, but most of us live in Metro Atlanta. But <clears throat> what do you think right now? Go ahead and give it to me. You think that, uh, and you're somebody whose job that you told me was affected, you know, your hours and stuff was affected. So it's not like you're you don't have a say in this. Like your money has been affected because of your hours were cut at your other job. And so at the end of the day, you know, you, you, you're losing money behind this, but do you think we should be opening up movie theaters, <laughs> salons, restaurants, bowling alleys? Why the fuck do we even need bowling alleys open right now? But anyway, what do you think <laughs> about that? Go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> well, PD, I think it's a little premature. And, and stuff like that. And you're right. I am an essential worker. And right now we furloughed for the time being, you know, for a good week. And we'll be back. We'll be back to business next week. But yeah, I just think this is a, a little too premature. I say waiting at least till May the, or at least June, you know, for precautionary reasons. But as far as, you know, the movie theaters and all that stuff like that, I'm like, uh, everybody better get used to just putting it on video. I mean, you heard about the movie Trolls. All the little kids are watching it via via whatever streaming site. Everybody will be fine without a movie theater. Yeah, I just don't... And just push back the dates. That's, 
That's what Fast and the Furious is doing. Yeah, listen, here's the thing. We'll be all right. I just don't, I can I can understand why they never close certain stuff. Obviously, you can't close down what's quote-unquote essential, but none of the stuff that is opening back up, that any of these governors that are opening them back up is essential. I haven't heard anybody just start to open up stuff that people were like, oh my God, we can't live, literally live without this because they literally they didn't not, nothing shut down that you can't live without right they didn't shut down amazon they didn't tell the postal service they can't deliver packages they didn't shut down walmart they didn't shut down gas stations they didn't shut down auto supply stores people to fix their cars so they can still get back and forth to work the people who can they didn't shut down utilities they didn't shut anything down that wasn't a fucking luxury they even left liquor stores open for you fucking addicts out here all right i don't know if that's good or bad damn but the point is, nothing was ever shut down that you needed to do. Some people may say they shut down churches and people need church. No, you don't. I don't agree with the fact that you need church. If you want to worship, you don't necessarily have to be in a church to worship. You don't have to be in a church to pray. You don't have to be in a church to listen to uh, a, a sermon because we have the Internet. You don't have to be in church to to, to, to tithe because we got cash app and, and, and PayPal and, and all kind of ways to digitally connect money. You don't have to do anything. You want to do it. Most people want to do it just because Trump says so. Yep. Or just because they feel like someone told them they can't. 347-934-0966. That's the number to dial to the show. Listen, I want you guys to hit the phone lines. <clears throat> for this particular segment, for points of view, points of view is the opposite. Not the opposite, but what's different about points of view is... This is a talk show, so it really works when you call in. 347-934-0966. I'm going to type the number over here on Instagram Live so you guys can see it, too. And I'm going to pin it up there, all right? But I'm going to pin the number up over here. Hold on. Hold on. And I'm going to pin it up over there. And it's already going across the screen over there on uh, Facebook Live, right? So that's the number. 347-934-0966. Call the phone, call in, call into the show and tell me what you think about all these states opening up and then the massive protest where people are literally feeling. <clears throat> JC, I'm going to hold on, JC. I'm going to come back to you. All right. Hold on. I got to know what you guys also think in, in, in concert with this about there being literal rallies, people rallying. Having pro, you're you're having mass protests where a lot of y'all, hundreds of people, congregating together to protest a virus that spread communicably. A motherfucker said he feel like he rose apart. and it was white. Feel like their liberties are being snatched. This is it's that serious. And I'm not understanding it. Let me read some of the comments because I don't get it. All right. Uh, let me let me go over here to the <laughs> to the to, to the Facebook page because y'all won't call in. I need y'all to call in, though, because I need to literally hear what you have to say. If you can, 347-934-0966. Hit the phone lines. But uh, Kiana Yarbo says the government keeps fucking with us because they don't care about us, the people. Well, we know that, especially with people of a certain race and persuasion and economic stature we know that 
we 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 figured I figured they don't really care about people no matter what. But at some point you just kind of sort of say, well, they care about the rich. And they do. But you could be rich as hell and you could still die from this disease. We've had congressmen, superstars, movie stars, athletes, everybody catch this disease. The prime minister of fucking Britain caught the disease and he almost checked out. They saved him because he obviously he's going to get the best medical care. He almost checked out. Hit that intensive care. Thought it was a wrap. He made it through. Now he's a dick too, just like our president. But that's not the point. The point is, they didn't even give a damn about the doctors and the nurses, the people who actually could save your life enough to have them the proper gear or anything like that. So you know the average person, me or you, Yes, whatever. It's whatever, fam. You know what I'm saying? I, get out how you live out here. I don't know. But she says, you know, why reopen the businesses back up uh, when the virus hasn't been contained? I don't know the answer to that question because it doesn't make sense to me. And it says, she said they're trying to kill us off. She says she's in Atlanta. All right, nothing should be opened back up yet. All right. He said on the 27th, businesses will be open back up, but that's absolute insanity. I concur. All right. <clears throat> that's like a week from now. All right, a week from now, everything's going to be open back up. How do you even know the status of the, what, what the status will be when everything is open back up? Wouldn't it behoove you to make sure we've really, really, really got a handle on everything before you actually make that kind of a decision? But obviously, for our governor here in Georgia, he doesn't give a damn. He didn't even want to close it in the first place, though. Luckily, we had a, a mayor in the city of Atlanta who basically led the way shut some shut the city down so essentially everybody else had to shut down they had to follow suit because where are you gonna go i live a little bit on the outskirts about 15 minutes outside outside of midtown atlanta takes me about 12 minutes to get to the downtown from my house once i get on this once i get on the expressway <clears throat> so not that far right i'm in i'm at the airport in 10 once i get on the highway there's about another five, four, three, four minutes to the to literally the city. So even where I live at, after Atlanta had shut down, a couple of places were still open on my side of town. Then our city councilman here in this particular county where I reside, where my house is at, shut everything down about a week later. But none of this, none of this has nothing to do with the fact that they opened up public beaches. And they were packed. <laughs> Hold on, I got another. I got another. I got another call. Hold on, it's crazy. Area code seven six five four six two. What's up? Who's this? That's just is crazy to me. Hello. Okay, it's Shelly. I oh. called you last week. Oh, Shelly, welcome back to the show. Thank you for calling back. Um, now I know Shelly. You had some real financial issues that was tied into this whole situation. She, last week, Shelly was couldn't. What's the? Do you have any updates about your um your unemployment situation? Like, have you been able to get unemployment? since last week since we talked no i have i have gotten nothing like absolutely nothing and i am stressing out and it's just uh it's just been a mess you know okay so you're you are you are shelly one of the prime people that for nothing else the survival of yourself to, to be able to feed you and your kids you will be an advocate of someone who wants to open the economy back up because you need to go back to work because they're not giving you unemployment you need to get money. You're, you're stressing right now. Tell me honestly. Hey, 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 no matter what I think, 
What do you feel like? Are you ready to open up all the businesses? Do you think it's, it's worth it right now? No, I absolutely do not. I will struggle. I'll do whatever I have to do right now. I'm sitting in the middle of a, of a field. Um, I brought some Amish out here so they can scout for turkeys just to make a little bit of money. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, but no, I, I don't think it's ready. I, I'm not ready because my health and my life is more important than, you know, money. And I believe everybody, you know, should just calm calm down and, uh, just hang on, you know, but, but, but you're, 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 you're financially, financially for you make no mistake about it because you told me last week on, on our, on our last segment, when you called into the show that you were a server. So immediately any restaurant opens is going to be, yeah. you know, your, your, the restaurant that you worked at, they open back up. You can start making money. So, and you, you still still say no. You still say no, they should stay closed. I just want to be clear. Why? Absolutely. Just, just I don't know. Because uh, it, it might not be like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people dying um, right now. But if they open everything back up and then everybody's exposing everybody and then it's going to get really bad. That's my opinion. Just like the beaches opened, there's a shit ton of people there. And how many people have it now? Right. You know, or how many people are going to have it next week? Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Listen, I'm glad. Don't don't, uh, hang on as long as you can. I'm glad. Wait a minute. One other question, though. I just wanted to be clear. I just wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. Uh, You said you were doing what now in a field? You said you was looking for turkeys? <laughs> yeah. Turkeys? Yeah, like, I, I've been here for, like, three hours in the middle of this field. I'm sitting in my car waiting on the Amish because I drove them over here to do some turkey scouting just so I can make a few bucks. You know, I will struggle. I will find a way to feed my kids and, and get by while, you know, everything's going on just to protect myself and my kids, mm. you know. But that's what I'm doing right now. So it's <laughs> okay. She's. I don't. I don't know how many people we're gonna ever get back on this broadcast. That as I speak to them, they are. They are currently at that moment with Amish people hunting turkeys. Probably never. All right. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, Shelly. You are tuned to the K100 Radio Hip Hop and R and B. That's probably never gonna happen again. K100, you bastards! K-100, you bastards! <laughs> By the way, I grilled turkey ribs over the weekend. They were a big hit with the fam. Yeah. Okay, but seriously, let me, let me go back to the news feed. Who else? Uh, Nia Amani says, uh, of course, for them, is money is more important than people's lives. Uh, they'll let everyone get sick because the money will, the mo- the, because the money will be in the treatment. Uh, I don't think we should open back up. That's a good. That's a good point. I mean, big pharma. Big pharmacy, the pharmacy companies, that's big business. That's big business. All right. So if we're talking about what are the I really is it it's money, but what 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 businesses who really would gain by all the people getting sick? Of course, you know, we have drug drug makers and people like that who are gonna, uh, who are eventually at some point gonna get paid? Somebody make some vaccine or some shit and they patent it or whatever. However they do it, however whatever. Yeah, of course we know that. You know what I mean? Do you think that you do you think they really would want to cure the common cold? You know how much money is generated from cold medicine? 
I can't even fathom. I don't even know the number. But I can only imagine over the course of humanity, over the course of the past hundred years, since we've had stuff like Vicks VapoRub, NyQuil, DayQuil, throat lozenges, <laughs> Tylenol cold PM, whatever cold remedy you I can think of the trillions and trillions of dollars that's been generated just to get rid of your stuffy nose and cough. Alright? So listen, I understand. You feel what I'm saying? That at the end of the day, it's gonna be, you know, big money, big dollars, big pharmacies gonna be involved and yeah, these guys are gonna wanna profit, but there's a there's even a there's a finite line that you've seen, even in s- certain situations where they'd be like, okay, it's, just, it's a little bit out of control. Reg- people that people that we really like are starting to die now, like famous people, and we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't want everybody to die. We don't mind if certain people certain people die. So you know, AIDS and gay people and black people. Eh. Yeah, we don't really like you guys anyway. So you guys can knock yourselves out over there with that one. Yeah, we probably got a cure not giving it to you. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. All right, unless you're rich. That's the American way. Okay, we get that. But this one wasn't really picking and choosing a demographic. At first, at first, coincidentally, the numbers started coming out. And they started realizing at a higher rate, black people would die. Because we had a lot of underlying issues from it. Diabetes, heart heart disease, uh, high blood pressure. And so a lot of black people who, who were over the age of 50 who caught it were checking out. The studies that came back from Detroit, uh, the black population in Milwaukee, the nursing homes, Louisiana. Noticing a lot of black people dying from it. I shared a couple articles about it. It was facts. It's true. Maybe that made them start turning the corner and saying, eh, the demographic of people who might really end up dying. I don't know if we care about them so much. But still, nobody really can make real true sense of opening this stuff back up. And nobody can definitely make sense of the argument that the quarantine was somehow taking away your civil liberties. Like we do under, I, I, I would I would think that we have common sense, but you've got people who are rallying and having mass protest against the against the quarantine as if it's a violation of their First Amendment rights. But you know what's funny? It's funny how you can get incarcerated for a petty crime, but while you're in there, they don't protect you from a deadly disease, and somehow. That's not really violating your First Amendment rights. I mean, we took you to jail because you did something and we're going to sit you in this hole for about a year or two. But a deadly disease comes through and the pandemic comes through the prison population, the jail population. And we're not going to let you we're not going to let you go. At first, they wasn't. And if you catch it, you're just going to die. But all you did was steal a pair of socks out of a out of a mall or something. And now you're probably going to die because you're in here with people who are mass murderers. Who probably deserve to be in there, but we're going to treat you guys all the same. So they're picking and choosing when it was important enough, when the first first a person's First Amendment rights and, and life, my body, my choice. Saw a lot of my body, my choice signs. My body, my choice. Like this is a... They, they literally try to turn this shit into an abortion type of civil rights type argument. And... 
I was just floored by it. And that's why I was trying to move on, get the hell away from this, and I can't. 347-934-0966. I'm just literally trying to trying to wrap my head around while we open this stuff back up. This is K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. All right, so, <laughs> Kiana, if you want to call in, yeah, I have the discussion with you. Kiana says that I see the video of China harassing black people because they think African-Americans and minorities or anyone of color started the coronavirus, all right? First of all, all right, let's, this, is a, this is another part, and I like, I'd like to hear any women who have any kind of thoughts on this particular part right here. So for years, myself included, I've seen people, I know other people who have talked about the disparity in how many uh, black women own own, uh, uh, beauty supply stores and stuff like that. Several articles written about it, you know, and the people who were, were, were at first being racially profiled and we had reports of hate crime and, you know, overt, blatant racism. Our president calling the shit Kung Flu, the China virus. Asian people caught hell at first. Like around February, beginning of March. Oh, Asian people was catching hell. Asian people stand close to you. You looking at them all sideways like they had a turban on in 2002. Hey, fam. You know what I'm saying? That long side eye, like somebody with a <laughs> a head a, 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 a Muslim head head garment on, got on the plane with you in 2002. Everybody looking like that's how Chinese people was getting it for about two weeks or so, two weeks or so. All right, Chinese people was catching hell. Had a couple of my Asian friends that I that don't got that many. I really don't. But it's just it's true. I just don't have a lot of Asian friends. But the, the couple that I do, did have on my Facebook page were in an uproar. Oh, my God. This is racism. I can't believe it. Like, as if they don't know where the fuck they live. This is America. But they were all up in arms, feeling the kind of way. Because they were getting mistreated. We know we're black. Most of us, except Shelly, right now. <laughs> Listen. But it was bad for about two solid weeks for Asian people. Stories popping up here and there. Racism. People getting punched and cussed out at at, at the grocery store. It was crazy. It's crazy. Now, fast forward, April. Now Chinese people are telling black people they can't come over there because they're the ones that host the disease. Black people are dying at a higher rate over here because we got all these underlying conditions due to... I don't know, we could start back with slavery and poor health care for us and economic disparity, Jim Crow, all kinds of reasons why the health care and why we have a lot of health issues at a greater rate based on our population. Anyway, we start dying more. Now China's kicking people out of McDonald's. McDonald's has to issue a statement saying, listen, we're not, co- we're not down with this. They didn't know they couldn't kick black people out of our McDonald's. In China. All right. Now black people are getting discriminated against. And she brought up this point. And it all led me back to when just not too long ago. It was the it was it was Asian people who was feeling a little bit of the heat. 
my how my how things just change so quick and so fast you feel what i'm saying y'all remember just a couple of weeks ago when it was asian people who was upset and feeling discriminated against and getting attacked and they were the bane of everybody hated china now they're now they're kicking black people out now black people are the problem well we're dying more now it's okay now it's not that bad now we can open everything back up listen we're used to this kind of shit as black people now. I gotta tell you, I am personally. None of this is, is shocking to me, but it's just funny how it all works out. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> Shelly says she gets judged for her music choice. All right. Uh, uh, oh, Face, what's going on? Face said it's stupid for that my body shit. Having an abortion, <laughs> me having an abortion doesn't hurt you. You coming outside with COVID 19 does. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the 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 completely crazy things that people are trying to pair this up with, and people are trying to juxtapose it with as if it's the same. Couldn't even I don't even want to say apples and oranges. I'm like, I don't know, man. Grapes, grapes and watermelons. I don't know. I don't like. Well, I guess those both had seeds. I don't. I don't know what 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 are these people doing? And and we've got. Leaders in government appointed positions who are making these decisions. And it's just crazy. And to top all of this off, I ain't even gonna get into this right now, but I'm not. I'm I'm just saying. To top all of this off, seriously, you still have people who don't see the importance of voting on top of all of this shit. Who think voting just still right now to this day, right now, with everything going on. Looks at voting like, meh. Or maybe they don't look at it like, meh. But they look at it like, well, my guy that I really, 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 really wanted to get into that spot. He didn't make it to the final round. So I'm going to sit there for that. Got a lot of that going on right now. I haven't even had a chance about the fact that Joe Biden is going to be the presidential pick. We could jump into that if you want to. See, the show isn't about one thing. It's about whatever the hell I can think of to take me down this line. Anyway. You are tuned to the K100 Radio Hip-Hop and R&B. But while I'm on it, 347-934-0966. That's the number to dial into the show. I'd love it for some of you guys that are on the Facebook live feed to just sit the phone down and call into the show. While we're on it, I haven't even had a chance to even get to the fact that Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic nominee for the presidency. Oh, my fucking God. But he is. Haven't even get, I haven't even addressed that yet. Because it's so much. That's like a whole show by itself. That's like a whole show about voting. Why we don't want to vote. Are, are the Bernie Sanders people going to vote? Are they like F it again this year? And because all of them set out last year like they did last year, over there with their arms crossed in the corner, pouting because Sanders didn't win. Because of that, this fucking moron that we got right now running the country ended up, ends up winning because half the people who would normally vote against him decided, well, my guy didn't win. I'm going to stay home. I just feel like even though he immediately came out, and I think he, I think Bernie understands the shit has already really hit the fan. Last year, people thought the shit could hit the fan if Donald Trump won. 
Now the shit has hit the fan, sprouted out all everybody. A little bit of it got in everybody's mouth. <laughs> I can taste it. Like, you can taste it right now. It's already hit the fan, shot out, and got all in your fucking mouth a little bit. Now you ask, now you reach for water at this point or something. You got to get it out. got to brush your teeth. That's where we're at with this shit now. Before, there was a bucket of shit sitting back there that could possibly turn over and the fan could possibly spew it out. Now we're reaching for the fucking toothbrushes and mouthwash. That's where we're at with it now. And I feel like somebody's still going to say, yeah, that's just horrible, but I just, just, I don't know. (sighs) K100 Radio. (laughs) All right. um, Let me see. Oh, uh, Kwanzaa Thankless says Sanders uh, didn't want to have to clean this mess up. Nah, nah, nah. Sanders wanted to be the president. Bernie Sanders has wanted to be the president for like 20 fucking years, man. Oh, he wanted the job. And he thought maybe he might have a chance this year because Trump was such an idiot. And to be honest with you, I was going to vote for him had our primary not got pushed back once Elizabeth Warren fell out of the play because I actually liked her more than anybody. So once she was out of the way, I was going to vote for Bernie but over Biden. And I don't really fuck with Biden. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those black people who know exactly what the crime bill did. But I know exactly what the fuck I got to do in November. And is you have these people who feel like people like me are stupid. We're crazy. Because why would I vote for Bernie? I mean, why would I vote for Biden knowing how he felt about the crime bill and several other things? You know, Sean King, everybody knows who Sean King is. Big, big, big time Bernie Sanders supporter. Sean King said Joe Biden has to earn his votes he needs him to do something if 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 joe biden doesn't do these now he's been tearing trump a new asshole every chance he gets 24 7 sean king did not let up about how racist he thought his administration was how bad of a person he thinks trump is love 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 him some bernie sanders but bernie ass didn't win now as much as you hated trump which I felt you, bro. I don't, for the life of me, understand why Sean King feels like now, if Joe Biden doesn't do this, 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 and this, he's not going to go to the polls. And he's got a huge platform, much bigger than K100 Radio. And he says that repeatedly. As if he might not, he might sit this one out again. Which I'm pretty sure his ass didn't fucking vote last year. But he had a lot of shit to say over the past four years. About how bad Donald Trump was. Probably not going to vote. Are you fucking kidding me, Sean King? (laughs) And I generally sometimes, mostly 80% of the time agree with him at least. On whatever topics he's talking about. At least 80. Sometimes he be with the bullshit. But at least 80. That's good for me to agree with somebody 80% of the time. Ask my wife. And he's literally throwing it out there as if Joe Biden doesn't do or say the right things, then he's not going to earn his vote. Joe Biden, I'm going to tell you right fucking now, that son of a bitch ain't really necessarily earning my vote. But Donald Trump has definitely earned my vote against him. I can tell you that shit today. Joe Biden is going to basically have to show up in a fucking Klan rally, burning a fucking cross, 
All right. Barbecuing little black babies at this point for me to not show up in November and vote against Donald Trump. I'm just going to be real with you. Yes, I know what he's done in the past. Yes, I know about the crime bill. I simply am not going to not vote because that's how much disdain I have for the current administration and people that's in there now. And that's how much how stupid and how unequipped as a human being. I'm not even talking about policy. I'm talking about as a human being. This narcissistic moron has no, he doesn't I don't even I don't even he, he he shouldn't even be the CEO of a company, let alone the president of the United States. There's nothing that you can do to say for me not to go to the, to the polls and vote against him. Nothing. And I know Joe, Joe I know Biden is like like not the best candidate. I wasn't gonna vote for fucking Joe Biden in the primaries, bro. Are you kidding me? Are you shitting me? No, it was not my choice. Shit, man, he was down to like. When it, when it was like 30 of those motherfuckers, I mean, it was like 30 people in the Democratic race. He was like 20-something for me or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't fuck with him because I already knew about the whole crime bill shit. So I had already, I was, that's why he couldn't, you know, I don't know. But I just knew, I just felt like I can't believe he even made it to this point right now where he's the nominee. I just knew he wasn't going to get to this point. So I wasn't even concerned with him because I was like, eh, people don't even like him like that no more. But here we are. And now... I've got to make a, but I got to get, I got to get the shit out my mouth, fam. <laughs> I got to, I got to get the shit out my mouth. It's because it's, it's, I could, I wake up every day tasting shit. Every time this, that idiot opens his mouth at a press conference, right? I just want to throw up a little bit. All right. I'm gonna go back to the phone lines. Because I'm going to ask the new question to, and I would, I would like for you people that are over here on the Facebook Live commenting to call into the show. People get people get shy when it comes down to actually speaking on the air, but everybody loves to talk about stuff on the live stream. That's what's going to be really difficult about getting y'all back used to this. When we first started this, we didn't have Facebook Live. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, uh, JC, what do you think about? Are you going to vote? Are you going to vote, JC? Yes, I am going to vote, but PD, I got to admit, this election year was weak for me because I'm just looking at the Democratic, the Democratic nominees. I'm like, none of y'all motherfuckers deserve my vote. None of you. What do you say? None of you. When you say, hold on, when you say deserve, you were you were you were a, a Bernie Sanders supporter, right? Um, not. Um, Agree with Bernie on some points, but I wouldn't say supporter. Who did you want to be? Who did you, who as a Democrat would you have voted for in the primary if their name was on the ballot with a clear conscience? That's the thing, PD. I don't know. I I've been talking to my grandma about this. I'm like, Grandma, nobody deserves my vote. Deserves my vote for real. This shit is weak. Deserves your vote. Okay. Let me ask you this. And this is the question that I pose to everybody who feels like who feels like there's not a Democrat that deserves their vote. I get that. Like I've said myself to you and to everybody right now on the show on that quick little rant. Joe Biden is not my ideal candidate. However, comma, he is nowhere, and I repeat, nowhere near as bad as a human being 
as a statesman, all right, as a politician, in general, as a statesman, that means a statesman being somebody who can 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 can, can talk to other people and other leaders of nations and make decisions with a rational brain, a statesman, a politician being you know policy, you actually know law, you actually know the rules, you know how politics work, how you should disseminate your power, how you should appoint people to certain positions, and a human being. Do I have to fucking say what kind of really trash human being? Now, Joe ain't the perfect human being by far, but if you just take being a statesman, an actual politician, and a just kind of sort of the, what level of a human being you are, it's not even really close. Donald Trump has never in his fucking life held a political office until he became president of the United States. So he didn't know a fucking thing about politics. Not really. Not really. He was, he was, his first job in politics was the fucking president. What the entire fuck? What the well, entire, what the entire fuck? So let's start right there. Secondly. Yo, he's definitely hold on. He's not a he's he's not a he's he's definitely not a statesman because he's an asshole. All right, he doesn't listen to his advisors. We can tell right now because he's had several doctors and people who are ten times smarter than his fucking his, he will ever be in his life tell him that the decisions that he's made already up to this point dealing with this virus are the wrong decisions. Didn't want to listen, wanted to be right. And third, we're talking oh, about a guy. Who was mocking up mocking who who basically was caught on camera saying just grab women by the pussy mocking a fucking mocking a a, 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 a mentally challenged person i mean just an overall dick all right and so you're telling me that joe biden doesn't necessarily deserve your vote but you're telling me donald trump don't deserve for you to vote against him based on all that that's why I'm voting. Uh, Petey. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I didn't. One, uh, Vena, if you're listening to this, uh, I need you to check Petey's blood pressure. I'm after good. This, after this oh, area. Oh, God. Nobody's checked my blood pressure. This is a part of the show. I'm an entertainer. You That's are tuned to the K100 Radio, <laughs> hip-hop and R&B. I'm an entertainer. But listen, 770-203, I'm coming to your phone line. Stand by, JC, because now you're talking about my blood pressure. You're about to get my blood pressure up saying that. Hold on a second. Let me go to this other call. She's going to bling up my blood pressure. I'm not upset. I'm just telling you the truth. 770-203, what up? Hello? Hello? 770-203. Hello? Hey, how are you? How you doing? Who's this? Oh, Kiana. Oh, how you doing, Kiana? Welcome to the show. Thank I'm you for good. calling in. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for calling in to K1's radio. Now you were talking, I, I read a couple of your comments on um on um Facebook Live. Thank you for calling to the show. Thank you for tuning in. First of all, what what do you want to address? You want to address the stuff that we're talking about with the quarantine, or do you want to address what I'm talking about currently with people deciding that they may or may not actually vote in November because they don't necessarily like Joe Biden. And they don't like Trump. They hate Trump, but they don't like Biden enough to where they may sit this one out. Which one you want to address? Uh, we could address all of it or really anything. All right. So let's really. start. Let's start with let's start with what I was talking about first, because you were talking and you had some 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 uh, comments about 
opening back up. Go ahead and I want you to say it uh-huh. on the air for anybody who may be listening to the podcast or, you know, anybody who may be listening to the broadcast who may not be watching the live streams who couldn't really see what you were typing. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I basically said that I do not agree with reopening anything because, number one, the government, they don't care about minorities, anybody. Number two, they have not contained the virus, so it keeps spreading. It's already worldwide, like, you know, hitting all the countries, right? So why would they reopen stuff to send people back into the public you don't know who is affected, so it's like you're killing off everybody. Like, you don't know who's sick, and people are dying left and right. And I feel like everybody's in quarantine. Everybody's on edge. We're all scared. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. So why would you throw people... Why would you reopen anything if you haven't contained anything for the people, really for like for the world? But the world is dying. Right. And it's not fair because they're going to reopen. Uh, Kemp is going to reopen stuff here in Georgia on the 27th and it's like you so you basically send the people to die like and you don't care it's like why would you do that like until you contain stuff and the numbers drop okay then maybe reopen slowly Mm. but until then don't open anything because you you don't know who has it and they don't care they don't they really don't yeah obviously obviously they don't care but but more to your point the, 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 the the why obviously everybody can can agree that the why is because they're worried about the economy. They're not. They're not even really hiding mm-hmm. it. Let me. Let me. Let me be. Let me be honest. At, at, at this particular point, I don't feel like whether it's Kemp, whether it's that other, uh, uh, that other Republican senator who's got so much to say out there. The guy in Texas or the Minnesota, or mm-hmm. Montana, whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Trump himself. None of them are actually lying about why they wanted to open everything back up. The truth is transparent. They are worried about the economy. Now, the economy, some people may say, listen, the economy, and, and tell me what you think about this. The economy is is also tied in with people's lives, right? If people can't work uh-huh. and can't feed their kids, people die, right? People people lose their jobs, they lose their health care. So if, not even, if they don't even get sick from the coronavirus, they could get sick from anything else. And then something happens and they can't go to the doctor, they could also die, right? So the whole point that they're going to try to base everything on is say the economy. They don't want to just say it's money, but the economics is basically intertwined with money. It's not all, it's it's about money, but it's about how money affects different things and how other things affect money, right? Economy. So Mm -hmm. we understand that. It's, it's the money, but it's everything that comes with the economy as a whole being shut down, how it could adversely affect other people. It's not just about flat out green. It, it could affect your health or you could, it could affect your ability to feed your kids. And we're human beings. We're biological entities. We have to eat. We have to sustain. It could affect your living conditions. All right. You could end up homeless. Nobody wants to be homeless. All right. You see anybody that's homeless that just wants to be in that position. Nobody wants to be in that position. So we're talking about. The economy as a whole, 404-908. I'm coming to you next. But ultimately, at what cost? The question is, at what cost? Do we open the economy back right. up at the cost? And and, and 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 listen, let's be clear. Remember, they've said openly, we're at like, I forgot the last number. Anybody? Can somebody tell me the last number that we're at with the deaths in America? 
we're not even close to what they basically said is an, an acceptable amount. They said 100, 200,000 people may die. And we feel like we did all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all things being considered. Right. They, they basically already said that. They've already said that man, if 100 to 200,000 people die, man, you know, we came out of this kind of on top, fam. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they've already said that. That number has already been put out there. They said we're expecting 102, and we're not even nowhere near that threshold. The problem is, will one of those 100, maybe 200,000 people be someone you know, someone you love? And if it is, at that point, was it worth it to you to open the economy back up? Ergo, the questions that we have and the problems that we have with opening it back up right now when the economy is bad, we had a 20-something people file for unemployment. We had Shelly on the show a minute ago. She couldn't even get unemployment. She's out there fucking hunting turkeys with Amish people trying to feed her kids. Shit's crazy, fam. Everybody gets it. But mm-hmm. at what cost? You still feel like they should keep it shut down after everything I just said? Yes, sir. I, I do because, like, with Shelly, she's trying her best to survive for her and her family by any means necessary. And she can't get an appointment, but she should. And it's just like, what what are we supposed to do? Like, we, uh, we can't, they can't, re- like, they're going to, but it's like, you're going to reopen it for at what cost to kill off everybody. Yeah. So people that are already struggling, they already can't pay their mortgage, they lost their home. Like, people are out here really just, what are we supposed to, like, what are people supposed to do? And to take into consideration, oh, okay. Let's not reopen it for health health reasons, you know. Uh, they want to throw us back out there to what to expose us more, even more so. And it's like it would cost. They're really trying to kill everybody off. They are. They have underlying conditions and they're sick or whatever. And it's just it's not fair. And with the people in China, I have a I could talk. I have a whole another level on that, but that's just crazy. It's targeted towards minorities. I don't know if you've seen the videos. But they harass them flats and they, yeah. they they can't even enter McDonald's. Yeah. They, it's crazy. Yeah. Now, I saw those videos about how the black people are all of a sudden now. It's us. It's black people. They're scared of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So now, but the shit came from y'all. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Kiana, stand by. Don't hang up. I'm going to come back to you. All right. Stand by. All right. Okay. All right. Listen. 347-934-0966. Area code 404-908. Who's this? Hey, hey. What's up, man? What's going on? Who this, bro? Nah, what's, going on? what's going on, man? Welcome to the broadcast. <laughs> All right, man. So listen, yeah, man. Uh, what you got to say? What you got? Chime in on me. Tell me what you got to say about everything we've been talking about. Oh, I was gonna say salute to y'all, man. Y'all handling this well, like laying out everything for everybody, especially the the medical part of this and and the fatalities and all of the other bad stuff that comes with this health wise. Now, the, the reason I called in is because I wanted to lay the other shoe down on this, man, because just think about how crazy some of these people are. And I'm not going to call out the party that they're from, but typically they agree with the person sitting in the whole office. Mm-hmm. But let's just say this. They keep saying, we want to get people back to work and restart the economy. How the hell are you going to get people back to work and restart an economy when people aren't spending discretionary income? When people are trying to turtle and get defensive posture to think about rent, mortgage, whatever, for the next couple of months. People aren't spending money. So you can't have an economy if consumers aren't actually floating their dollars. Let's go back to March 20th through 26th. 
the movie theater industry for the week made $5,000. Right. That same time, a year ago, that, that industry made $200 million. So when you have an industry in the tank like that, you can't just send people back to work because what happens? If you own a hotel and you bring your, pay, your, your workers back, you got to pay payroll, you got to pay lights, gas, water, everything. But if you got 10 occupants in your hotel, guess what you're doing every day? You're losing money. Right. You're not making any money. Right. Exactly. Let's go to the other, let's go to another realm, yeah. commercial real estate. Mm-hmm. We just sent thousands, well, almost millions of people home to work from home using the internet, right? Right. Now, how many companies are going to say, why do I want to rent out a space in an office building when we can have people work from home and be just a productive? Commercial real estate is going to be in the tank. Think about Airbnb. We just saw Airbnb have to pull the plug on all these people renting out these properties. And now what? Those properties are going to get dropped back into the regular housing market. So what's going to happen to housing prices? You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, they keep saying restart the economy like it's this easy thing. No, we need to social distance and, and, and stay at home like we're doing. And we also need the government to kick in money, stimulus. You need to continue to stimulate the economy, ride out this tough part of this. And then eventually, when this dies out, then you send people back to work. But for the time being, you need to use government money to stabilize your economy. Put that money in people's hands, and they're going to do what? Pay bills, buy refrigerators, buy groceries, right. you know, buy a car, whatever it is, that will stimulate the economy. So they're actually thinking backwards on top of everything else y'all said, man. Yeah. So I just wanted to salute y'all because y'all doing a good job. Well, I appreciate it. First of all, don't hang up. Listen, uh, and you brought up some, some, some really great points, and I want to just make sure I narrow in and talk about one specific thing that you said. The the uh, when you compare the numbers from uh, the movie theaters five thousand, I didn't even know it was that low. I, I almost <laughs> five thousand. I, I mean, but they're, they're all closed, so I get it. So ah, now I, I get it though. I get I get it though. That, that's just fucking crazy, crazy. But anyway, and go back to two hundred million, right? So so right now, mm-hmm. and I, I want to just share that and, 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 and layer it on top of where I live at. The governor of Georgia, who was Brian Kemp who's opening the economy back up and, and the list of things that he's deciding to open back up. Theaters was on the list of it, right? Theaters was bowling <laughs> alleys, things like that. Now, listen, here's the thing. Gym, you, yeah, yeah. yeah Barbershop. Yeah. Right, right. He made, you, made, you made a point. You made a point about what people are going to do with their money. Here's the thing, fam. Like you just said, if you open up certain places and certain events, if there's still a, an abject level of fear, in people, if people still really for real fear that they don't want to get sick, you're not asking people. You're, you're not you're not asking people to go out and do something that they have to do. And you're opening up a whole bunch of stuff, like you said, that are things people do in their leisure, extra things they do with their money. But people, like you said, are going to be tight. And I think fear is still not going to bring enough people in to warrant these people to bring back all their employees. If you own a bowling alley, all right, will you actually bring back? your whole complete staff back to work when maybe if you're lucky 20% of the people may actually come to the bowling alley not just because they're you know they, they don't know it's not open but they know it's open but they're still scared of the fact that this virus they know for a fact that the virus really isn't under control so you're opening all this stuff back up but right. you're still not going to really be able to save the economy the economy is going to never get back right until people feel like there's no more, nothing to fear. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Right, because who want to sit in a the movie theater next to somebody? Or right. two seats away from somebody? Or a whole group of people? Right. Nobody. Who want to go to a gym 
where a machine may have not been cleaned in the way that you think it is, and you got to wait, what, 30 minutes to get to a machine because you're doing file single in place or something like that, even to open it. And at that point, is opening that machine and paying payroll really worth opening? Like all of these, all of these little answers that they're given, we come back to the same thing. I'm walking around without a fade for a month. So the barbershop <laughs> opened on Friday. I'm in Atlanta. Right. So I know there's going to be a bum rush Friday to go get cut. Right. Are you telling me there's not going to be nobody who's asymptomatic who's going to pass it off in that shop, bro? So I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it. I got clippers. I might I might have to end up, you know what I mean, and butchering myself <laughs> on this instead of waiting on this barbershop, bro, because that's real. Right. And if you know any brothers that own a barbershop, ask them how to pass month then. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know yeah, I mean? It ain't as yeah. simple as just open the doors. It is. It, it really was. I'm right, man. Yeah, and one of the guys, uh, one of the guys that's actually a personality on K1's radio. I, I, I talked to him, and um, you know, we we didn't talk long, but I, I spoke to him about it briefly. And he's a barber himself, and just you know, just seeing him like, yo, you know, it just it just hit it, it hit them all, bro. And, and, and I understand people. My wife right now, she's over there on the live feed. She's saying, uh, who got money to get their hair done if they haven't been working? That's also true. Now, now my all wife, right. my wife has been slick, like trying to figure out how she can on the cool get her hair done some kind of way but we're both fortunate enough that we can still afford things like that but there's a lot of people who can't and you also brung up here's the thing here's my and you i agree with you 100 percent about everything you said right but here's the thing you mentioned one thing then you were like well who's gonna want to go into a gym with all those people bro i literally have friends i got one friend in particular he may i don't know if he's listening to this or not i wish i knew if he was i'd literally call him by name because we, we we're cool but this dude is begging for a gym to open. He can't wait for a gym to open. He can't wait. Right, right. The okay. day they open that gym, he's he going to be the first motherfucker in that gym. Warriors. Yes, he is. Right. Yes, well, he hold, is. Hold tight. Hold, hold tight. Right. Hardcore workout warriors, yeah, they're going to show up. I, I agree with that. Right. But if you own the gym, you make your money for what? The people who pay the membership but never show up. The people who say they're going to change but come once a month or whatever. You make your money from those people. You don't make your money from your hardcore workout warriors. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, even then, you're still talking about a losing proposition. You need bodies in there. Right. And bodies in there is dangerous. And, and if you're a barber, how you just pulling people off the street cutting their hair, bro? I know we all got, you know, everybody got their clients and all, but how well do you know your clients? Yeah. You no, sure you don't know him like that. Nah. nah. Nah, you don't know him like that. That's why nowadays you – here, here's the thing. Why you think a lot of bar back in the day? I, I, I don't know. I don't know your exact age, but here's my thing. I'm old enough to remember going to the barbershop where nobody was wearing gloves when they was cutting your hair. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Even if you had the big razor bumps on the back, you ain't your, your old school barbers didn't have no gloves on. They would just flick it. They would with whatever, right? All kind of probably yep. stuff was being passed back in the day, right? But nowadays, <laughs> even if you notice now. Barbers now actually have on, they've mandated them to start wearing the gloves. They have to wear the gloves and stuff like that. A lot of shops won't let you cut without having gloves on and all that. So if you're taking those kind of precautions before this even happened, you already recognize that you're touching bodily fluids like sweat and things like that. People's glands while you're touching their head. So you already know the danger. Now you're telling me you're ready to go back to work and get from definitely less than, you got to be, obviously got to be less than six feet from somebody to cut their hair. You feel what I'm saying? You got to be two feet, yep. a foot away from them to bend down and cut their hair. And and, and and we've already proven that this stuff is is is, is the spores is is airborne. You can catch it by not by by just somebody not necessarily coughing, talking. Could have coughed. You walked through the cough. That's why they recommended the mask. Okay, so barbers are literally becoming at this point front might as well be nurses. You know what I'm saying? They they, they uh-huh. might as well get hazard pay. 
for cutting people's hair at this particular point. And I and and, and they, they they do deserve has a cut. And I guarantee you, I, I'm gonna make gonna this get negative it. prediction. Somebody <laughs> might get knocked out on Friday for coughing in the wrong barbershop around the wrong person, and they might get hands put on them, bro. Because probably so. Like this, <laughs> this ain't a good idea, man. <laughs> probably so. All right, fam. <laughs> Stand by if you can. All right, three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. Yeah, he had a he had a he had a he had a, he had a lot of really great points. Great call. Shout out to all my callers, man. Uh, but he he nailed a couple of uh, numbers that I didn't know. Five thousand dollars. The the movie theater industry made five thousand dollars. I literally made more money than the movie industry last that, in that time frame. Oh, five thousand dollars in that month. Did he say a month or was it a week? I don't know. Maybe I think he said a week. A month and I, did, I made more money than them. I'm just saying. Like, I, maybe not that week. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, just still, a week, a month, $5,000 for the movie theater industry, that's insane. But guess what? Everybody's still seeing trolls because everybody's got a TV. And if you didn't have a Netflix subscription before this, you probably do by now. <laughs> or you probably got, you know what I'm saying? You probably spent that 20 bucks a day which if you don't have a fire stick you probably spent those that 20 bucks they were charging for your uh comcast or spectrum whatever cable provider to be able to watch those movies and keep the kids entertained on that they had been in the house all week and it was friday and they were really looking forward to that movie when it came out and you guys went ahead and just went to the grocery store and risked it all with your mask on and bought some popcorn and made it a movie night at home you still watched it so what are they going to tell these people now when they open these theaters back up yeah, forget that mask. Forget all that. Take your kids to the movies and risk their life to watch trolls now. No, we don't know how many people got it. No, we don't say I have enough tests. And yeah, you may not get it, but you can take it back to your mom or your grandma or your asthmatic kid. Naked croak. But hey, it's open. K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip hop and R&B. All right. K100, you bastards. K-100, you We're rounding this out to the, to, the, to the second hour right now. This is K100 Radio. This is Points of View. This is our uh, talk segment, and I'm, I'm really glad, glad that you guys. Anybody know the uh, status, by the way? Anybody know the status of Teddy versus Babyface Part 2? supposed to be going on right now. I can't believe some of you guys are actually over here listening to or watching Points of View. <clears throat> Points of View, excuse me. And those two are supposed to be battling out. I hope Teddy Riley got his um his 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 <laughs> sound together. You know what I'm saying? But listen, man, that was that was hilarious. The memes from that were hilarious. I I I didn't share them out of respect for Teddy Riley. I, I just the guy was the guy was one of the goats. I I just couldn't I couldn't bring myself to, to share Teddy Riley memes. It was just, yeah. But the shit was funny because I went back and I was watching just the, the spectacle and I couldn't, I, I didn't watch it, you know, I, I watched some of it and I saw the spectacle it was becoming and I just, and I started to feel bad, but I thought they'd get it together, but I'm impatient. So I broke out and they never got it together and it was bad, but <laughs> the Teddy, the Teddy Riley memes kept me entertained all day yesterday. All day yesterday, fam. All right. <laughs> For real. I was stuck laughing. This is K100 Radio. This is Points of View. Uh, we're talking about a couple of different things. We brought up a lot of different subjects so far. But basically, we started the show off talking about 
all of these governors and other uh, and the president and other people starting to open up these states and you know let people go out and um you know uh open up businesses open up beaches our governor here is opening up <laughs> every time i want to say it i just laugh bowling alleys <laughs> movie theaters barbershops and salons i kind of slick like you know what at this point with my sisters i don't agree with it but if my wife wanted to go get her hair done right now I don't know how much resistance I don't know if I'm gonna win that argument or how much resistance I'm gonna put up. Like, I, you know, at this point it's gonna be like, what kind of precautions is she taking? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Oh, hold on. Billy Bad's on the line. I think this is who this is. This is 843. It might be him. I don't know. 843998. What up? Who's this? Yo, yo, you know what it is. Billy Bad. Billy Bad. What's going on, man? Welcome to the broadcast, man. Uh, you, I know you've heard some of the stuff that we've been talking about. So, first of all, want to know what you're thinking about? Um, actually, no. I just um, actually no. I literally just got on. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Because uh, I, yeah, I've been I've been catching up on all things social media. Oh. And you okay. know, I got two, I got two girlfriends, so you know, I'm making sure that you know my girls are good. You know, so. Oh yeah, I, I forgot that you're. Uh, what are you? What poly 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 life? You got two girlfriends and they know I'm about poly, each other. I'm polyamorous. So that's like my second my my second. And just in this wisdom, my second Facebook page is polyamorous. Amorous. That's the thing. I'm polyamorous. Yeah. Okay. I got many loves. I got two girlfriends active with. Looking for a third girlfriend to make it to a poly quad. I got a married chick, mm-hmm. and oh. I had a lesbian pansexual but you know another topic another time what we talk about we'll come back and revisit your lifestyle you know what i'm saying and uh is it why why is it why why can't we all have why can't why why can't why can't guys have more than one girl i'm gonna stop right there because i think my wife is still on the live stream so i'm gonna cut that short oh no 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 i don't need you (laughs) i don't need you Gina, what's up, love? You know, me, me, I'm not trying to get out. No, I don't need, I'm, I'm putting it out there now. Let me do this topic. Let me know when you do this. Because I had a lot of people come to me since I came out in this lifestyle publicly. Uh-huh. And and I, I had people in my inbox doing book clubs about polyamorous lifestyles, the poly lifestyle, the lifestyle in general, BDSM, right. things like that. So, like, when you talk about, like, so if we, if we do talking points, with the poly lifestyle, yeah, include me in it, man. All right, whenever we, whenever we, whenever we can get mm-hmm. past all this and we really turn back up, like you know, yeah, when we turn back up. I'll make sure I want to break you. a lot of misconceptions okay. that people we are thinking about. All right, you know, I'm gonna bring it up. All right, let's let's do, uh, area code two eight one. I see you on the phone line. I'm gonna come back to you. All right, so what do you think about right. what do you think about them about? opening up um, businesses and trying to get this economy back started? Let them tell it. And they're starting to open up businesses on several different states. Uh, where you in Carolina, what are they doing over there? What are they opening back up over there? If they o- are opening yeah. up something, so what do you think I, about it? All right. So I live in North Charleston, South Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, Charleston County, South Carolina, pretty much the low country. Right. So for everybody out there who don't know about South Carolina and Charleston and shit like that, you know, of course, look up. I don't need to go through any long stories about us. But um, right now here in this city alone, our mayor keeps coming, hasn't been as tough on the restrictions as the mandated orders deemed by Governor McMaster, who succeeded Nikki Haley when Trump appointed her UN ambassador. Mm-hmm. All right. So Governor McMaster has been our governor since Nikki Haley left us. All right. 
Now, he just got on the news several hours ago today, and he's reinstating several retail businesses to be open by 12 noon tomorrow. Mm. Um, so, um, and of course, we have our beaches here, Folly Beach, um, Isle of Palm, Sullivan Island. Um, we have several beaches here, very famous here in Charleston. So, um, a lot of tourism here, too. You know, we're a seafood market, medical field market. So, we got people all over the world coming here. You know what I mean? So, with, with, with the reopenings and stuff like that, and even, and I, even places like this, man, I worked at a seafood joint downtown. Um, downtown Charleston, and this is before things started to shut down. You know, what I'm saying the college in Charleston, downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm pretty sure it's been like colleges in Atlanta um, and surrounding where the college kids that been coming from all over the world with these travel bans and stuff, they're stuck here now. You know, so they they can't stay in the dorms, so they they pay for housing and things like that. So, um, so now with everything we opening back up now. There hasn't been anything with the governor saying with the schools being reopened back. So now, what do we do about these kids that are still here that came from parts unknown? You know, there's, there's a lot of things that we need to take into consideration when it comes to opening these businesses. Yeah, and they're not. Dr. Fauci talked about... Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I can go ahead. Finish what you said. Wrap it up with what you're saying. Go ahead. Oh, I'm gonna no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, okay. Yeah, I was saying Dr. Fox talked about in the Breakfast Club and um, even other interviews, like with uh, with some of the other, like Seth, Seth Curry and you know those guys, um, to open a business with a small ways. And I see where he's getting at. You know, to where like these businesses could do like temp- temperature checks, and that's one of the main things they look at first and foremost is temperature checks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, and I did, and I did call in see you on live, and definitely talking about like what businesses are doing. You know, people are wearing masks and, and gloves and things like that. So some businesses are acting on that. Um, so in small ways, see how it goes after the temperature check. If things come out wrong, shut things down again All right. until until things can be contained. All right. If things are contained. And open things back up, but I'm I'm a little skeptical, right? And about the, opening things back up because there's all these people who are not taking things into consideration already. I just seen on my Snapchat people doing kickbacks, parties, all the whole nine yards. I'm saying so. Yeah. So listen. Along with the Trump Right. So hold on, hold on, Billy. Back. Hold on. So he's saying he's skeptical. I I'm 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 beyond skeptical. I think they're they're complete morons. I'm going I'm going I'm going a step further in saying it's really not even about being skeptical at this point with me. At this point with me, I'm like these people are stupid right now. They're not thinking. I I I'm not just kind of skeptical because, like you just said in the very end, there are people who were already reckless when everything was mandated when things were clamped down and you really couldn't you they, they they couldn't go out and be as reckless as they wanted to be because they couldn't now that they can and they were still trying to be reckless when things were shut down they were still trying to have parties they were still throwing block parties they were still doing things when we people were dying the numbers were going up quick 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 and they didn't even care and now you want to let those same people Decide on their own 
what level of caution they need to take. And you're deciding to open up these. But once you give these people a choice, bro, they're going to make the wrong decision. Leading, leading calls for making the tough choices. That's what leaders do. Leaders tell you to do shit when you don't want to do shit. That's what bosses do. You don't always want to go to work. But why do you go to work? Oh, you got a boss. You work for somebody. And if you don't, that boss is probably going to fire you. And you need the money. They're the boss. They're in charge. They make the rules. They set the tone. They set the schedule. They set the productivity. Leadership is a stark difference from invading your civil rights. Playing a fucking fake ass Rosa Parks. All right? You know, you the day white people start feeling like fucking Rosa Parks is where you know shit is just completely wild at that point. Area code 281. Area code 281 901. What up? Hello? Area code 281901. Hello? Hello? Yeah, area code 281. What's up? Oh, I'm listening, but uh, you go ahead. You can skip me. I'm just listening. All right, stand by. All right. They said they're just listening from the 281. Thank you for thank you for listening in. But yeah, it's listen. I, I'm just trying to get I'm just trying to get people to understand that. While I totally understand people need to work, this is, I, 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 I didn't make an A in economics, but I passed. I didn't make an A, so I'm not an economics major, but I did pass my economics class in high school. And the, two, and the one economic class I took when I was in college, I did get a C in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I did get a C in that class. I didn't fail it. All right. I understand how it's all tied together. But we have to make hard decisions. And like the one caller mentioned earlier, Nas, he said, you got to keep pumping money into the economy. You got to keep pumping money. You obviously got it. You just gave a couple hundred billion to to supposedly be giving it to some of the small businesses and you didn't. You let the banks decide. By the way, I thought that was the, I thought the stimulus package was supposed to put a fucking clamp on that. They slid that bias. They still let these banks get away with giving these big corporations a majority of the money from those small business loans and not the real small mom and pops. Now they're getting sued. Now they're suing. Now people are suing the banks because they left the, they left the decision of the loan being accepted or not up to the banks. And J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, all those assholes quickly deduced that if we apply uh, that if we approve the loans for the big corporations we make about a million dollars off of this deal and if we give it to joe blow mom and pop store over here we might make about five thousand dollars off of those ten thousand dollar loans but if we approve a whole bunch of these million dollar loans over here big 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 loans we're gonna make them we're gonna make more money so they gave all most of the money out to the bigger corporations who were doing bad who were losing money but probably could have survived over the other smaller mom and pop businesses over here. So that shit really didn't work. All the money once again went to the wrong people. 347-934-0966. This is K100 Radio. Let me go back over and read some of the stuff people are talking about, man. Uh, Corey, what Corey talking about? 
Oh, Gator said South Cat, South Cat, wide open, fishing, everything. <laughs> uh, he says everything is wide the fuck open over there in South Cat, man. You know what? I don't, I don't even know. Oh, we'll, we'll, I'm gonna go back and revisit that uh, conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and revisit that conversation. Billy and his poly life, his two girlfriends and all that. That's a, that's another show for another time, Corey. We'll go back and we'll we'll have a whole show about that one. We'll go back to sex ed. We'll we'll get to those shows back. I'm just starting points of you back up, and we got a long way to go and a lot of stuff to catch up on that I ain't been able to talk about on the air. I'm gonna get in some trouble, probably so. But it's going down. All right. You are tuned <laughs> to the K100 Radio. It's gonna go down. R and B. Uh, so yeah, and I, and I, and of course I again also talked about Biden and, um, you know, uh, his, his, his nomination. Hold on a second. Uh, I think this Gator, Gator on the line. Gator, what's up, homie? Hey, what's up, Blizzards, man? What's hey, man, you know, whoever that was, man, over there at South Kakalaki, man, you know, I had to hit you up, man. I was surfing the web and shit. Nigga, I'm finna get ready to go to South Kakalaki right now. Uh-huh. And what you gonna do when you get there? I hope you ain't finna be out there just gallivanting around like ain't shit stinking. Hey, man, you know I'm finna cut some corners, man. Go get a trap, man. Oh, when you stood me up the other night, man, over there by Georgia Tech, bro. <laughs> K100 Radio didn't show up at the top, bro. Hey, man, it was on quarantine, man. I'm, I'm trying to play by the rules. I'm trying to be safe. Let me ask you this, man. What do you think about all these places no, opening? No, what do you think about them opening back up, man? Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out, bro. Check it out. South Carolina was open up yesterday. They opened up the fishing boats. Because I stay right on the state line. So if homeboy is down there in the low country, uh-huh. that's down there by Murder Beach. That's where all them tourists be at off of, off of 95. Uh-huh. Now, check it out. I just had to get my hair cut in the garage at my homeboy's house today. So, man, I hope they open. I mean, you know, I ain't got a problem when them open up the business. But I'm glad they wearing gloves and masks. They cleaning up their act. You know, they <laughs> need to open up a little something so the people can, you know, feel a little free. Uh-huh. But uh, I know what's going on. So I ain't too much tripping on it. Right. So uh, do you plan on going out to any public place that's, that, that you don't have to? Now, we're not talking about, listen, we're not talking about grocery stores and places that you need to go in order to survive. We're talking about places you don't even have to go. Like, you don't have to go fishing. You don't have to go to a beach. But do you plan on going anywhere that these people are opening back up that you know damn well there's going to be a lot of people there and you know you don't have to go, but they opening back up trying to get this money back up? Are you going to go? DJ Blizzard, DJ Blizzard, now I'm going to keep it all the way real with your player for K100. I'm going to keep it all the way 100, DJ Blizzard. Man, you know we don't fuck with nobody anyway, man, so I ain't fucking with nobody any goddamn way. So, shit, they can do what the fuck they... Nigga, I'm by myself anyway, so ooh, that ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> all right, man. Listen, man. Hey, hey, man, hey, man. Hey, listen, man. You know how we move, bro. We don't move like that. We look at them. You know how, listen, you know how we look at them idiots out there. They go do what they go do anyway, right? But just because a fool is a fool don't mean that we go follow a fool, right? Absolutely right. You right about that. Exactly. Exactly. All right, stand by. Hold on one second. All right, 347-934-0966. This is k one Radio. This is Points of View. This is our talk segment that we have on k one Radio. We just recently rebooted back up. This is only our third episode since we, we started the series back up. It airs Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. Just like our Illa Kill segment airs Wednesdays, 8 to 10 p.m. All right, this is going to come back to being a staple part of k one Radio. And so we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of other stuff. Now, admittedly, for the first three episodes, I have been talking about stuff centered around the coronavirus and centered around 
uh, this this epidemic and everything. I get it. Area code 718, here I come. But that's only because this is like super important, super huge stuff. Trust me. I'm going to get back to the stuff that y'all really want to talk about. Like guys having two girlfriends and not and, and, and not understanding why, you know, other black women can't follow in suit. Well, we'll get into all that shit. We'll get there. Just give me a minute to, to at least try to address the complete lunacy that's going on that's affecting literally each and every one of our daily lives every day. But we're going to get back to talking about the sports. We're going to get back to talking about, I'm going to have whole music shows and discussions. And we're going to talk, we're gonna, we gonna go get back to talking about stuff, the other stuff, the outlandish, crazy, wild stuff that we normally talk about before we start, before we stopped our talk show series. We'll get back to it. But these past, these first three episodes, I just kind of had to touch on any and everything that's breaking news about this particular thing because this is the first time that I've had to, do, to, to be able to do the show and literally this topic is affecting literally every single person I know in life some kind of way. All right, area code um, area code 718-915. What up? Who's this? What's good? This is your boy DJ Cisco, DJC Radio Global, DJC Radio Global Records. What's going DJC on? Radio Global Marketing. What's happening, How you brother? doing, K100? Man, welcome to the show, bro. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for calling. What's happening? No problem, man. David is my man. I'm spending his music on the channel, so I heard him call in, and he put me on to the show, so I said, I got to give you a call. But, I, but I've been rocking with you for years, though. But anyway, listen, my man. I, because you were talking about the uh, social distancing and uh, people, you know, opening up uh, shops again and all that stuff. I think America, that, I don't want to just say white privilege, because I've seen some black people, too, doing this. But mm. this privilege of America needs to stay their dumb asses home until people stop dying. Right. You know, these Trump supporters who are storming the Capitol or the little downtown area of Michigan with their guns, you know, this shit is just the dumbest shit in the world. If people want you to wear a mask, not to uh, spread a virus that can kill people, uh, you can't compare it like dumbass Dr. Phil compared right. it to <laughs> car accidents and the common cold. Right. People in America with the three Ks right now are just the dumbest bastards on this planet. And it seems like it started once Donald Trump got into office. I don't mean to over-talk your show, but I have a lot to say. It's just that people are dying. My friend's mother died from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends that I grew up with died from coronavirus. Uh, I'm a former police officer. My partners are suffering right now from COVID-19. So for these dumbass people to get mad because the governor wants to extend the lockdown or the mm-hmm. quarantine, it's just, it just baffles me. It just shows me how privileged white Americans think they are, where they're comparing this lockdown to Hitler. Right. Right. Listen, here's the thing. It really pisses me off. That that it, it, it's, it's it's lunacy. But here's the thing that, and I want to go all the way back. And, and and are are you in New York right now? Is that where you at? Where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah. You in New York? Yeah. All right. So, what, basic basically, basically, one of if not the hardest hit place 
in the middle of all of this, right? So you you're you, you're seeing it from a whole nother perspective. Because let me, admittedly, with internet radio and, and places, we got people calling from all over and listening from all over. So admittedly, it may be places where it's just not yes. that bad. It's just, it, it really ain't. They may have places exactly. where they haven't even had anybody test positive yet. And we get that. We understand those kind of people are like, bro, I just want to go outside. I just want to go do what I've been doing because they don't know nobody personally. Yes. They're, they're nothing. But when you're in New York, all right. You know what I'm saying? And people and they and they and they were and it was Bro, stacking. It's called, it was it's crazy. called density. Right. Density. Right, right. We live in apartment buildings where there's like a thousand people in an apartment building where we're breathing the same fucking air all day, every day. Right. So that is not good, bro. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So these people in these rural areas with their little fucking AR 15s going to City Hall, why are you carrying guns? <laughs> if you talking about a lockdown. Right. You know that yo, I hate those fucking <laughs> those are the people who who are the chances to America and they all need to be exterminated, bro. Because those are the generations of people that are handed down that are the ones that used to lynch us and hang people. Their family members used to watch us being hanged. Those are the ones right now protesting about taking away our rights. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's just my opinion. This is not a K10. This is not K100. This is DJ Cisco talking. All right, listen, Cisco. You're, I, I, and listen, I, I don't want to say that you are way off or too far from the truth. Because here's the thing. Here's a here's where it all comes back to fruition. And here's where I kind of sort of slick touch on my topic when I brung up about people not deciding to not vote for Biden, not vote for Biden because they were Sanders supporters. I had that little spew I had a little while ago too, and I'll revisit all that in a second. But I had yeah. that little breakdown. So here's the thing: the people that you're talking about, when you talk about people going up with AR-15s, marching, storming City Hall, and doing all that, listen, that's no different from the thing that happened up there in Virginia with the rally when the guy ran over the loop, ran over the girl. You Charlottesville, saw him, Charlottesville, Charlottesville, Charlottesville. It's listen. It's 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 what this particular president that we have emboldens those kind of people. He makes them feel like yes. their way of life is being yes. attacked when people don't agree with him. You feel yes. what I'm saying? And and not and not just yes. and, and, and their way of life being the, the 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 majority race that pretty much for the most part runs this country. He he makes them feel without even really just saying it outright. He makes them feel threatened whenever somebody comes up to him and tries to say he doesn't know what he's talking about. They take it to a level where they're saying like, yes. "You're trying to literally take away my way of living and my way of living, the American way, which has been this way since it started, yes. is that white people are more prosperous per capita and white people pretty much are the majority in this country and they make things happen. There's more of them. They're at the highest levels of government and finance and everything else." And law enforcement, and just like a lot of um, a lot of them hide hide within the FBI ranks and the police ranks, are, and some of them are you know politicians. Yeah. The whole point is this: he makes them feel like when you attack him, you attack them and their way, a quote unquote way of life. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying, and so they yeah. immediately take it yeah. to heart. Like, or oh, you're you're trying to take away America, spelled with three Ks. You feel Bro. what I'm saying, and so Bro, they take me, it super personal. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, let me just let me just say something. My wife is white. My kids are biracial. I am not a racist person by far. However, the white racist people that killed the Indians that took over this land and came here 
on some racist shit, the Jim Crow era and all that. These are the ones that support Donald Trump. These are their relatives. I'm telling you, these are their relatives. And it's up to us. I don't even like Biden, really, bro. I don't like Biden. I don't think the Democrats are being strong enough vocally and physically and mentally. They're not being strong enough. Mm -hmm. They're not holding because Donald Trump whole rallies. He has a cult following, bro. Yeah. He has a cult following. These people are brainwashed and are freaking retarded, low IQ, mostly people of low uh, income that are following him. But they make up the majority of America. So they, he has a large support system. <laughs> yeah, he does. I just feel that the Democrats need to do a lot more as engaging us to fire us up to come out to vote for them. You know, I have guns. I'm into uh, the Second Amendment and supporting my gun rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Biden is talking about taking away guns. So, you know, I do want to get Donald Trump out of here, but I hate to say it because I hate Donald Trump guts. I hate his family guts. I hate his wife. I hate them all. But I do agree with him on a certain things like bringing uh, things back to America. Like, why do, do you know that the FDA approved chicken farms in America to produce chicken, have it sent to China for uh, uh, for, for, for standards testing, mm-hmm. and then sent back to America? What kind of dumb shit is that? Who did why that? Why can't we have but who the America? Who did huh? who, 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 what, what administration did that? Not Obama's. <laughs> I, they, bro, it was way before Obama. Right. It was way before Obama. Yeah. It's been like, yeah, 30, 40 years. Right. I totally get that. And I and that's one thing I agree with this retard, mm-hmm. Donald Trump, as trying to stop. Because why should we have our uh, our chicken shipped to China and then shipped back for us to consume? That shit does not make any fucking sense to me. Okay. Like America, but let me, let what me, the hell happened? Let me ask so you this. I kind hold of hold agree on, with on. him on certain shit like that. Hold, hold on, on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you this, though. And I, Let me yeah. ask you this. Here's a question, yeah. though. Out of everything that you're saying, and we don't have, yeah. we don't have enough, a lot of time to go through all the ills of Donald Trump, but you say one thing that I gotta ask you. I'm this. sorry. They got, okay. They, hold on, but they got one. It's one thing because we got people listening, and and I and I was letting you talk because I wanted to see what you were gonna say after you said that. Now you said that I you don't you, you you hate it you hate his guts. And my rant earlier, you might not you probably didn't guts. hear it. I do too. I don't like him at all. Right. So yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't like him I don't like him enough that even though I agree with what you're saying about the Democrats not being fiery yeah. enough. Joe Biden is definitely yes. not my very first Democrat that I wanted to, to vote for yes, by no way, exactly. shape, or form. But guess what I'm going to do 100%? I know that I'm going to do in November. Two things I know I'm going to do. They I know I'm, go- I'm going to vote. Not for Trump. And, exactly. I'm not, and it's not going to be for Trump. That's just it. That's that's it. I got you, brother. Brother, <laughs> I feel you 100%. And if I was on my radio station right now, I would press the applause button. Right there. And you're absolutely right. So I don't want to, I don't, I don't want the people right. to get it twisted thinking that I'm pro-Trump or I'm going to vote for this dumb bastard. Right. I'm not. I'm just saying that uh, the, the, the Democrats need to step the game up. I'm not going to... Uh, you know, take take over your time, brother. Thank you so much for having me on the show, and I love you. And keep doing what you're doing. All right, absolutely, brother. Thank you for calling in. This is K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 hey. Radio, hip hop and R&B. I feel
I'm not in love with the Democratic Party either right now. There's a lot of bullshit going on over there. It is. I just hate Trump more. <laughs> they're, 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 they're just going to benefit. They're going to get my vote because of how much I feel like he's unqualified. And it's not even about just pure hate. He's unqualified, fam. Listen, I'm not talking about people be like, you're emotional. Listen, 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 listen. <clears throat> I, I watch everything. He is unqualified as a statesman, as a politician, and as a human being to be the president of the United States of America. It's, 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 he's unqualified. He should have never won. He only won because of some of the things that this guy just mentioned about his base and a whole bunch of other stuff that it would take me a whole two-hour show to break down that I don't have time for. Simply put, he should have never been elected. He's unqualified. And as much as I feel like I don't like Joe Biden for certain reasons and the Democratic Party has pissed me off on several levels, I can tell you unequivocally, as a statesman, a politician, as far as that being a career, being your job, and as a human being, even though he's not the best human being because he did fucking endorse that crime bill, he did. Fuck Joe Biden for that. But none of that compares with the unqualified, his, his qualifications are not the best. He's 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 already he's at the top as a politician. He's a career politician, so that's not even not even a close tie. Even as a statesman, he did great work as the vice president because his role was mostly being a statesman in that role. His relationships with other countries, his ability to work with other leaders and nations, statesman, statesman, politician, human being is where we can start to degrade Joe a little bit. But I, damn if we degrade Joe down to the level of fucking Donald Trump as a human fucking being, bro. Just as a person. A person. The person we're talking about. The temperament. The narcissism. The lies. Not the lies that we know all politicians tell. Yeah, when I get elected, I'm going to do this. No, the fuck you're not. But you made it sound good, Joe. Not those lies. The blatant... Lie on camera, go right back and act like I didn't say that last week. And we got it recorded and we just played it back for you. And the reporter asked you a question about what about when you said this? Oh no, and you but we got it on fucking camera. And you did say that. And we're not talking about promises that you shit that you promise people on the campaign trail. We're talking about real lies. Oh, I never called it a hoax. <laughs> fucking all out lies. There's a difference. Statesman, politician, human being, Joe gets my vote. All right. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop, and R&B. And that's just the end of it. That's the fucking end of it, bro. I just can't not vote, and I can't vote for Trump. So guess what's going to happen in November? When I fall up in the poll, I'm voting for the guy on the other side of the poll. And I got my own reasons why I feel how I feel about voting. Influences from my grandfather who passed away was really big into the civil rights movement. He marched for the right to vote. He got his face kicked in by the Ku Klux Klan marching for the right to vote. Nah, I ain't gonna sit it out. And I don't really give a shit how you feel about it. That was my granddad that got kicked in the face by the Klan just so 
we could have the opportunity to do it. My granddaddy. I don't give a fuck what your granddaddy did, but I know what my granddaddy did. You feel what I'm saying? So fuck you and all you not voting motherfuckers. Why do, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit you finna tell me about the system. Don't, man, I don't give a, a flying, single, solitary fuck. Don't talk to me about that. I'm just gonna hang up on you or just listen to you and be like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And then just totally dismiss everything you just said. Because I got my own reasons why I believe in voting and why I go to vote. So not voting for me is not an option. And like I said already, Voting for Donald Trump is not either. 347-934-0966. That's the number to dial into the show. Uh, oh, the 281 wants to talk now, I think. Area code 281. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. What's going on? Welcome to the show. Hey, so I'm just piggybacking because uh, I agree with what you said about Donald Trump. In order, first of all, with that election, I've, it's just my opinion. But we were failed. We, as the nation, we were failed when he was elected mm-hmm. because you have to have some type of political background, in my opinion, qualify. He was my star. I recently watched Designated Survivor mm-hmm. on Netflix. Now, this is just a fictional show that original but if you haven't watched it watch it because it's got keeper suddenly mm-hmm. i watch it as an president by default of a casualty right that blew up the capital the territory of the capital and he became the next elected president by no political running no background he was like something totally fucking different right but, but- but he, he but, succeeded. But, he succeeded. Right. But I said that to say uh-huh. this motherfucker we got right now. <laughs> right. I, and that's I'm a, I'm, I'm a stop right there because, like I said, he got it by the luck of the draw. But the system that's in charge of every fucking thing when we vote failed us. They should have stopped it at door number one when he didn't have no kind of background as far as running. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all I got to say. That's all, all right. I wanted to piggyback on. All Everything right. else like the show. I still love it. I've loving it since way back, but there's a whole new segment. I like points of view. And I'm one of the ones that's going to express some shit. All right. But yeah. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for calling in. Listen. All right. I want to thank you for calling in. First thing I want to say is I actually do watch Designated Survivor. Um, it's on Netflix now, but it actually started as a show on uh, another TV station. I think it was, what was it, NBC? I can't remember what it was. It's, but Netflix ended up picking it up, right? So it didn't start on Netflix. It was on another station, and then Netflix ended up picking it up. And, you know, just like they pick up some other TV shows. However... In, in, in on the show, if you never saw it, like she said, Kiefer Sutherland, um, he plays uh, some low some some low level uh, congressman, um, you know, in some really small remote district. He's really an architect. He's got a lot of other things going on, and somebody blows up the State of the Union address when all the all the uh, politicians, the president, basically, long story short, line of succession, he becomes the president. But in the show, he ends up being really great at the job, and the base part. The base part of that character is exactly why Donald Trump is unqualified to be the president. Now, listen, I will say that I don't feel like you should have to have been a politician per se, 
to become the president however I prefer it but we have had other people hold government offices who never been in politics before Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor but ask people of California how they turned out you feel what I'm saying we've, we, we've, we've had people leverage stardom into getting political offices and then they do good jobs and on that show the president ends up becoming a really good president based off one fact he was really never never really wanted to be it wasn't qualified for it but the one thing that made him ultimately end up failing on some points and winning on some points was he was a decent person it all started with that character of him before he was thrust into this whole spotlight and all this shit got blew up and everything and he became the president at the core he was a good person and all of that swayed his decisions when he became president and so on the show even though it's not real even though it's a tv show the whole basis and premise of his presidency is essentially that hey this is just really a good dude all of them he ends up getting people to follow him who were skeptical his his his, his uh uh, chief of staff was skeptical his uh press secretary said all these guys all these people all these characters you ever watched this show all of them was like he's not qualified how the hell did he become the president even a former president didn't like him ended up being a traitor that's not the point point is the ultimate basis of it was he was just a good guy and every decision that he was trying to make early on when he was clueless as to even how to do the job was he's just a good guy he's trying to do the right thing and shit starts to work out for him donald trump is not a good person He's just not. And that's why we're in the fucking predicament we're in now. Because he's just not a good fucking person, fam. Some people make bad decisions. Some people make political decisions. But Donald Trump is just not a good person. That's why we're in this shit. And that's why people who follow him are the kind of people that will take an AR-15 to a fucking courthouse and protest a quarantine. Because they're probably generally not fucking good people either. And they need somebody to follow. This is a lot of stupid assholes in the country. You are tuned to the K100 right. Radio, Hip Hop and R&B. Hey. <laughs> We're coming up on the end of the show. K100, you bastards. You bastards. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it. I want to thank everybody that's, that, that called in. I appreciate it. Uh, anybody got an update on uh, Teddy Riley and um, Babyface? Did they get the sound right this time? Somebody type over there on the Facebook Live and let me know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They get the sound right. I appreciate you guys who are over here checking out points of view, who are listening to this show, who are watching this show. I appreciate you guys for rocking with us right now. I know, listen, everybody's locked in. Um, I kind of, I couldn't, I, I really just couldn't figure out a better time to try to relaunch uh, this particular segment and relaunch this talk show series and relaunch the talk show, shy, the talk show side of K100 Radio than right now. Because, frankly, I've got more time, like, the rest of you got you guys got more time to, to check it out uh more people are starting to just understand live streaming and get into it and you know maybe you just scrolling and you checking this out or whatever i just couldn't think of a better time and, and then there's on top of the fact that there's so much to talk about right now that's really relevant uh i just feel like this was the best time for me to go ahead and relaunch uh the points of view segment the talk show side of cable 100 radio and so it's been working out i expect the numbers to grow but right now i'm just appreciative of anybody who can jump back on the bandwagon with us on we, as we get back on track with this side of things i want to remind you guys um that uh, uh we do have some uh 
changes over there on the K1's radio page. Uh, on the, uh, not the page, but the K1's radio website. Got more changes coming. Uh, so I've been working on some other stuff that I'm going to launch over there. Uh, we're going to have merch coming soon. I'm finally getting it up. I've got the store page up, but you can't really order stuff yet. But I'm going to have merch coming so you guys can order your own K100 Radio gear if you want to support us like that by ordering T-shirts and sweaters when it get cold and hats and bandanas. All that stuff is coming. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm in the middle of getting all that. I, I've been saying I was going to do that for years, but now I actually got the right accounts and stuff set up to be able to actually sell it and get the orders out and stuff like that. that I don't have to worry about it myself. So... All those things are coming to K1's radio, and I, I appreciate any support that you guys can give us. And also, uh, we have a new show alert, um, Cheryl Underwood. Y'all remember Cheryl Underwood? Comedian Cheryl Underwood, right? Y'all know her. So, you know, she's funny as hell. Um, anyway, she has a show called uh, House Party. Uh, we're going to actually put that in the syndication. Uh, they reached out to us, and it was like, you know, we got a really nice format over here, a really nice setup. And they there's like, do we want to, you know, uh, syndicate the show? Uh, sent us over the paperwork that we needed to look at. It seems like a pretty, pretty cool, you know, situation for us to be able to maybe pull some ears in. Um, I'm going to announce the showtime where we're going to actually uh, air it. Um, and it's pretty funny. It's a two-hour show. Um, Cheryl Underwood is hilarious. Uh, she does play music in between. They play music in between. They're talking. Uh, it's her and a couple other people that she just have the discussions with. She has special guests on. She's a celebrity, so people that she's you know friends within the industry they come on to her show um but i've listened to they sent me a couple of the shows just so i can get a feel of it and uh it's just funny it's, it's pretty good so uh we're excited about the fact that we're going to have uh cheryl underwood's show uh starting to be uh syndicated over here on k100 radio that's going to be dope so just be on the lookout for that and uh tune in when it goes uh up and you know of course you can listen to it other places that's the whole point of syndication right but if you're a K100 Radio fan, it'll just be more content, something that you can uh, look forward to checking out over here on the broadcast uh, once we get the uh, scheduled uh, time and everything set up. So I just want to make sure I got a chance to say all that before we get to the end of the show. Anybody else want to chime in? K100 Radio. Uh, I got still people got people on the phone line, so I'm gonna go back to the uh, <laughs> go back over to the uh, switchboard real quick. I want to bring Kiana back on the line because I talked to her earlier, but she never did get a chance to tell me how she felt about uh, the political discussion i had uh kiana you still here yeah i'm here all right what do you think about um about people who say they're not gonna vote there's a lot of people that's, they're saying they're not gonna vote for joe biden because there's a lot of black people who look at his involvement with that uh crime bill back in the 90s that ended up sending a lot of people to prison not that everybody that went to prison was quote-unquote innocent but much harsher sentences ended up going out uh, to black people during the crack era behind that uh, bill that he crafted. So a lot of black people who had people that do did, did time in prison or who went to prison themselves just flat out refused to vote for him. And a lot of Bernie Sanders reporters are still going to be butthurt because he didn't win. They're not going to vote. And that's pretty much how we ended up in this predicament we're in now with Donald Trump being the president. A lot of people just didn't show up because they didn't like the, the, uh, the candidate. What do you say about... Um, about all of that, about people not voting for, uh, not going to vote because of that. And what are your plans uh, come November? Well, I think that people need to get out there and vote because look at our ancestors that died just for us to have that right. So I wouldn't really look at it like, don't look at it personally. Look at it like that's your human right to do it. 
exercise it. So I would say get out there and vote. I plan to vote on if it's going to be cold, but I'm still going to try my best to get out there. Make it vote, make it count, because, you know, if you don't vote, your voice won't be heard. All right. So I think people need to really get out there and do it. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going back over here to J.C. Rocker. She ran my pressure up last time. I'm going back to J.C. now. J.C., hello. How did I run your pressure up? I'm just wondering. You ran my pressure up by saying you ran my pressure up by saying my pressure was ran up when my pressure wasn't ran up. Uh, sir. <laughs> first of all, sir, you gonna you gonna need to hear the recap and hear yourself, and then you're gonna see why I said that. Like I said, Vina, if you're listening, check his pressure. But I want to say this about those dumbass protesters. I hope wherever they're at that these medical doctors know their see their faces and learn their faces because if they catch corona this is what i want them to do and i'm sorry if this sounds like me being a cold-hearted bitch but i am a cold-hearted bitch i hope they don't get treated since it, since you feel like your rights are taken away i'm like how about your life how about your life is just taken away from your stupidity just die just uh, all right, That's listen. I'm not. I'm not. You know what? And I, I, I listen. You're, 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 you're a tough one, but you're not just cold-hearted. But I'll say this. <laughs> Stand by, JC. She's a tough one, but JC ain't cold-hearted like that. She got some heart. Listen, I am not opposed to what she just said. I feel like, honestly, if you're one of these people who feel like your rights are being taken away, okay, cool. Sign this little waiver right here at your local hospital you don't want to stay home cool if you get sick we have the right to refuse your stupid ass treatment listen why should why if we're already short on ventilators and there's been problems and we had to fight to get masks and fight to get people why should we treat somebody who just refuses to adhere to the quarantine fuck them let them die now, I'm being serious. Now, I don't know. I'm pretty. I think JC was for real serious, too. And maybe we just cold hearted people. But I'm for real. Like, let them die. If you don't want to adhere to the quarantine and you feel like the quarantine is, 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 in, is in invading on your liberties, then by all means, just know that if you go out here and you contract COVID-19, the hospital can say, sorry, fam, can't do nothing for you. Hey, no, it's, it's not real. They're, they're, they're trampling over your over your civil liberties. You the new rose of fucking parks. Let you tell it, die. No treatment. No, you know you definitely can't get a ventilator. If you get it, if you you can't get a ventilator. If you knowingly and we and they can show them show that you just had complete disregard for quarantining and you just oh okay cool 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 fam. Just know. If it hit the fan, it's a wrap for you. And we can just keep it 100. And we can just handle it like that. That's all I got for today. You are tuned to the K100 Radio. Hip-hop and R&B. That's it. All right. K100, you bastards. One other thing, though. I see um, I'm over here looking on the uh, live stream. And uh, let me see. Corey Johnson them saying that uh, 
the battle is still going on over there. All right. Somebody, Teddy Riley, Teddy Riley having something going on with his connection. Corey says he ain't going to rag on Teddy. I guess he's still, he's still down with Teddy. He don't want to talk too bad about Teddy. Teddy didn't had enough beat down over the past 24 to 48 hours. I don't know, but I guess I'll, I'll, I'll swing by and maybe pop in on that if I possibly can, when I get off air and check out what's going on over there on that Facebook live page. I mean, uh, Instagram live page with those two guys, but, uh, listen, I appreciate you guys. Uh, for tuning in to K100 Radio. Again, this is uh, Points of View. Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. That is the scheduled slotted time. If you missed any part of this show, if you missed any part of this show, just like um everything else that we do over here, we archive everything. Uh, the recording is a part of our official podcast on Spotify. Uh, you can listen to it there. Just throw it on your headphones. If you want to just hear me rant and rave and, and play it back and listen to the conversation. JC Rocker said I sounded like I was... My blood pressure was going up. But this is just how I am. I'm an animated person when I host. And she knows this. I don't know why J.C. Rock even trying to make it seem like I'm just being extra. But she knows this is just what the fuck I do. Anyway, if you want to hear more of what the fuck I do, please subscribe to the podcast over there on Spotify. Also, please, you can uh, if you like SoundCloud for some reason more, SoundCloud has stuff that you could probably like more. Uh our, uh, our our shows are archived on SoundCloud. Uh, also, if you're a YouTuber and you just like to watch videos or play it in the background, this show will be on YouTube. Also on our YouTube channel, please subscribe. All right? And I appreciate it. So listen, uh, subscribe to the channel. Follow the uh, uh, Spotify podcast. Also, make sure you connect with us um, on K100radio.com. Please sign up for our email list. Uh, there's a little subscri- subscription thing over there. If we don't have your email, uh, make sure you subscribe to our uh, email list over there on the uh, k1radio.com and be uh, sure to check in over there. People over there at least once a day, read an article or something, share a page. We got new uh, featured artist section over there that we're um, uh, we've got contributing writers starting to really populate that page. Uh, so some uh, 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 featured artists uh, from some of the writers uh, who are uh, allowed to contribute uh, music that they locate. These are all media professionals and PR people. Um, so there's not, you know, you can't just get on that page. Um, you probably going to build a relationship with them. Go over there and look at the authors and then find out who they are. All of their names is over there and their social media information so you can connect with them and build a relationship with them to possibly get on the featured artist page over there. Uh, but we got a whole bunch of different stuff over there on the uh, website. So if you haven't had a chance to just go over there and rock out and uh, check out K100Radio.com, please do. I appreciate you guys for tuning in to K100 Radio. This has been another section of uh, segment of Points of View. Um, let me see. What am I going to end it with tonight? Let me see. Let me see. No, we had some, um, we had, uh, one other song that was really dope. Hold on a second. That one joint, uh, Elijah Rosario, that focus popping joint. I'm going to end with this. This is an artist that, uh, recently got ill in our ill or kill segment. I'll just end it with this song and ride out into the sunset. You guys catch us on the next, uh, uh, points of view next week Illa kill still going down Wednesday 8 to 10 p.m. Tune in a lot of artists sent their music this week Because uh, we sent out an email blast and got a whole bunch of people that opened it and my email went berserk the submissions Everybody ain't gonna get on this segment, but we got a lot of them. So tune in uh, Hopefully it's another great show for Illa kill uh, Wednesday 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, got some more uh, direct line interviews, but I don't think I'm gonna get to them this week uh, Maybe next week Uh, So please tune in uh, for those two. And that's it. This is K100 Radio, and I'm out, fam. Thank y'all for tuning in. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B.
K100, you bastards. I've been contemplating if I should make a move. Start up a conversation, getting to know the basis while we find a groove. Caught up in the moment Our body's getting tuned This ain't here got me open Popping and feel the motion Focused on you She said I don't really get out that often But when I do I get it popping Whispered in my ear and said what about you Told her I don't really get out that often But when I do I get it popping And I like this vibe Girl, I'm impressed You got me caught up in the days Making me feel some type of way You think I'm in love No, I ain't pressed But you got a vibe I can't deny And you make me feel a high I'm feeling that rush Yeah, look How about we leave this club and do our own thing Go, we both grown as fuck Let's do some grown things More drinks with a lot of laughter Making love all night to the morning after Ay, I'm 